Welcome to episode 4 of the Zest Wellness Podcast. Here we go, a brand new episode for the Zest Wellness Podcast. Our guest on this episode was Mark Pryor from the Bermuda Combat Club. What is amazing about Mark and the conversation that we had is we really jumped outside the box and talked about how on the outside, what we're referring to is is physical activity, but on the inside and as a means for life skills and meeting new friends and reaching our goals and most of all, growing as a person. So right now, whether you're walking somewhere, driving your car, maybe if you're making your dessert for tonight, hopefully a healthy dessert, welcome to the Zest Wellness Podcast. Hello, Zest Wellness Podcast listeners. This is the Zest Wellness Podcast, and our guest today is Mark Pryor from the Bermuda Combat Club. Mark, welcome to the Zest Wellness Podcast. Thanks, Nathan. Uh, it's, it's great to be here. Yes, and, and, and thank you for, uh, for your time today, because I know you're a very busy man these days, it seems like. Yeah, we have a lot in the pipeline. Um... We're, we're moving locations as a gym and we're growing continuously. So it's, uh, hey, it's things are moving. Fantastic, Mark. So the theme of, of why we wanted to have you on the podcast is because we really want to give people the confidence to kind of jump outside their comfort zones and try something new as opposed to some sort of conventional types of, of physical activity. And so this is exactly where you come in. So to get things started, out of all the different activities you could be doing with your day, what is it about combat sports? What, was it when you were growing up they, that they resonated with you? Why do you even advocate for them, for youth and for adults? What What is your interest in combat sports? Well, sure. Um, I'll answer that uh, with um, telling a little bit about myself. Um, basically, it caught on when I was young. I uh, I wasn't good at volleyball or football, <laughs> American football. It just uh, wasn't quite my thing, but I tried. Um but martial arts just stood out. And at the time, UFC just started out and it was starting to get a little more popular on TV. So I started tuning in and I realized, well, they don't really have that much equipment and that's them. And as I grew older, I realized it's pure. It's you and your ability. It's finding yourself, your movement, your whole body movement and the interaction with someone else. And um, I said, wow, I, I could definitely do that. So I started karate when I was a kid. And then I realized um, I was a smaller kid growing up. And I was like, well, maybe hitting someone or maybe if I get bullied or I'm not going to stand a chance if, if I hit them, if they're stronger. There has to be a better way to not to uh, address the potential for violence with nonviolence, something that's safer, something that works. And that's when I found Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is a main part of mixed martial arts, uh, which doesn't involve striking, and it mitigates it. Uh, it's more of a level playing field in terms of a smaller and a bigger uh, partner or uh, an opponent. 
So when I started that, I realized, wait a minute, this is something that I'm actually quite interested in. And it's not as inherent as anything else. It's something that you have to learn and dedicate yourself to because it's it's a it's a journey. Um, after a month or two, I, I, I got hooked like instantly. And I realized that this is the path I want to go through. And uh, I met so many new people along the way from all walks of life and uh, all with different reasons why they're training. And it's just somewhere where it doesn't matter where you're from, what you believe in, what you do, your lifestyle. It's something that can complement everything. And for me, it filled that hole and it made it a foundation for confidence. And why? Because it's something that we prove. It's something where you don't just learn a move or a technique and you walk away. No, you have to apply it. And then you have to apply it against someone who's not letting you do it. And that's when you discover your proficiency uh, in the technique. And you figure out what, which ones work for your body type. And it, it's all about self-learning. So for me, all of that is what got me hooked. And to comment on one of the points you mentioned about uh, you know, people and whatnot, it seems like every picture you've showed me and, and pictures on, on your Facebook page, there's always there's always groups of people. So it sounds like a, a phenomenal means to, to meet new people, meet friends, and that whole aspect of, of social health. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, people from all walks of life, we've got white collar, blue collar. We have athletes, non-athletes. We have middle-aged, young. We even have a couple of seniors that come as well. And it, it's very interesting because they call it the gentle art, but there are times where you need to be explosive or have good timing. And even though the wide range of ages and abilities, uh, maybe some have previous injuries from different sports or for whatever reason, they learn how to work around that and defend themselves using techniques that work. So everyone has a place in this art. And it's, it's, it's amazing. And after every session, I, I walk away with a point that I enjoyed and a point that I want to improve on. And I share it with everybody. And it's it, the interaction is unreal. And it's great fitness too. <laughs> yeah, phenomenal fitness, right? And so when someone comes comes to you and, and there's someone who, who's brand new, they have zero kind of experience, what is the whole process for them? Is there a certain training program they go through, a certain schedule? What do you do with someone who's completely brand new but has interest for this type of in the space? Sure. Well, I break it down to two categories. One, uh, a category is if they have no idea what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is at all. And the second category is if they've heard of it or seen it, they're, they're familiar with it. And basically, if they don't know anything about it, I, I say, hey, come in and watch first. And I'll explain to them, this is a very technical sport. It's, and the reason why it's technical, it's just not as inherent as boxing. So some people may have a time in their life where they've been bullied or they've been angered or that their reactions that they realize within themselves, some reason come natural. While for some reason, we're more inherently able to physically strike or want to punch, even if we don't know how. While the grappling is not that natural, grappling is more peaceful and more technical, something that you actually have to study and practice and really check your ego at the door. So once I explain that to them, it kind of intrigues them. And they watch a session and they see how diverse our team is, men, women, uh, black, white, pink, blue, you name it. Um, and they see the older guys rolling 
or sparring as we call it with the younger guys and vice versa and it's it's like wow these guys are actually holding their own and this is something that they can be a part of they can see the differences and that's really what draws them in and the feedback that i get from the new student is the way that it's explained even though we're all learning the same thing everyone's body is different and if they can make that connection of how their body can perform the same move in their own way bam that's that's the application is set and that's pretty much what i explain to them and what they experience and they stay and i suppose since uh, martial arts and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is the, the gentle art. It's not always that the person who has the most strength or the right. tallest person is the one who who is the most dominant or the one who has the most success. So there's there's opportunities for everyone, no matter what their body type is, to uh, instead of you know have strength as their asset, have flexibility or coordination as their aspect. Absolutely. There, there, there's something in there for everybody. So some people naturally are more aggressive. Some people are more passive, but it's the same techniques. So you would handle an altercation or even actually in training with your own personality. And if, if you're more of an aggressive person, you would go more for the tap or meaning you would make your opponent submit or you would win the match um, in a dominant way. Or some people that are more passive just prefer to control and, and defend themselves and making sure that they're not in a position um, that's non-dominant, something that they can stand up and get away if, if they want. If there's something in there for everybody, and once they find where they fit in, they start building their game and what they really want to do with it. And that's when you not only apply it on the mats, but you start to apply it in real life, at their job, in the workplace. It calms people down. It really does. We have a few youth students that some of them have ADHD or they're learning differential. And I find while well, the teachers giving us feedback, they're more calm. They're not as antsy. They're not as eager to lash out or reach out in a way that's not appropriate, but they're looking inside themselves in, in like internally and pausing kind of like they would on the mats. And it's 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 a phenomenon that I can't explain. It, it's it's awesome to hear. Would you say that for these youth that you're mentioning, or even for any type of adults, that martial arts is almost like their type of, of meditation in a sense? I would say so. Yes. Um, I'll speak for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. What what we teach uh, specifically, and then in general, specifically, you'll find as you go along, it's about the movement. It's about resisting the give and the take. And some people. As you see, as they get a little more experience, they don't even have their eyes open. They're feeling it. They're in the moment. And yes, it's two bodies going uh, uh, against each other. It's not a, uh, a gentle sort of uh, dance or kata, if you will. It's an unrehearsed, real sort of sparring. And when someone has their eyes closed, we call it flowing. Like they just go with it. It's... Uh, if someone is pushing you, you don't resist. You just find a different angle. You move your hips and you're able to switch to a dominant position, get a submission. You just roll with it. It's, it's really incredible. And some people use it for, yes, meditation. If they get a therapeutic value from it. And specifically at the end of the session, yes, 
you get a great workout, uh, great cardio. It's full body uh, from head to toe. You're thinking the whole time. And when you're in that state of flowing, it's just peaceful. But at the end, you're, you're out of breath. You're uh, like you've, you've, you've had a good workout and you've accomplished something. And in general, you can apply these things and martial arts, the, the morals, the values that is taught to your day-to-day life. The, the difference between what we do and what others may not do, I'm not quite sure, but what we do is we, we teach you when and where to use it, the limitations of it, the specific situations, not just a, a blanket uh, solution, because it's so technical. It's, uh, if somebody pushes, you go with it. If somebody moves a certain way, you need to react a certain way. And once you get that in there, you realize you don't always have to clash with people physically or mentally. And once they start cluing that in and applying that on the mats, they start applying it elsewhere. And that's how you find people are more calmer. They're avoiding confrontations. It's really a practical application. And that's why a lot of people love Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And for the individuals who are listening, who they what you're saying is, is resonating with them, but they're, they, and they, want to, they want to try something like this, but they're not necessarily sure that they want to go one-on-one with someone. Are there opportunities for them to kind of do movements just on their own? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of solo drills and warm-ups. It's still based in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And if you do come to not just our class, but really any Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school that's accredited, um, you can see it's very important to get a whole body warm-up. Uh, yes, they do partner drills, but even if you don't want to do the partner drills, there's a lot of the specific movements that lead into the techniques that they do. So it's not as a do as I say because I tell you. It's more of a do as I say because it works, and here's how it works. So it all comes down to the individual movement. So absolutely, of course, from warm-up drills to solo drills, there's even lots of movement that's based on animal movements as well. Um, and they even have animal names. It's very, although it's not as inherent, a lot of the movements are actual, you can find in nature. It's, it's a beautiful thing to see. And do you find when, when someone follows these, these natural animal type movements that um, they're really kind of opening themselves up and, and maybe connecting with, you know, their, their ancestral roots of some sort? I would say so, yes. Uh, even in that flow state when you're sparring with someone, you can get that as well by just doing those animal movements and flowing. Because just as one movement transitions to the next, when you're warming up or you're stretching in the morning, those Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu movements, again, are specific to what you would be doing with someone else. And it just it's so calming. It's so applicable. You can see that you must move a certain way and feel a certain way about it. It's not so much an empty shell. It's there's meaning behind it. There's purpose behind it. There no movement doesn't have a purpose. They all have a purpose uh, to the next movement, to the next dominant position. And your goal, if you're just doing solo drills, is really to get into that flow state. Uh, yes, you could break a sweat, and you end up stringing these movements, chaining them together. And you become your, it, it's an own workout, depending on your purpose for it. It's, it's again, it's everything about it is applicable. It's, it's insane. 
And, and Mark, if we were to close our eyes right now and have you describe what one of these animal movements are and, and what they look like, can you do that for us so we can kind of, you know, really get in the mindset of what one of these animal movements look like so we can really visualize this? Sure. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll explain one and uh, then I'll explain how it flows into another one. Uh, so you get the, the idea. All right. So imagine yourself on a soft surface or on the grass uh, outside uh, calm weather and you're in your athletic clothes or yoga gear and you're in a push-up position. Your right knee is on your right elbow and you do a push-up. Then your left arm stretches forward and you step and your left knee then touches your left elbow. And you continue to walk in that way in a push-up position, right knee to right elbow, left knee to left elbow. Then you raise yourself up in the upward push-up position your left arm slides in between, across diagonally your torso to your right knee. Your shoulder onto the ground, and you do a somersault. That is a lizard crawl to a shoulder roll. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So the person who's, who listens to that though, and they go, "Oh, I, you know, that might, that might sound kind of too extreme for me." Are there easier movements that they could do or variations that you offer individuals as well? Oh, of course, of course. So like I said, uh, we have a wide variety of, of students from all ages and, and abilities and some with even um, previous injuries. So a basic, very basic movement, you could even do some of them when you're just sitting down. A lot of them is on your back, just relaxing. So if you imagine yourself just sitting down on your bum with your, with your feet flat on the ground in front of you and your knees up, you can hug your knees and roll gently on your back, back and forth, just like a baby would, back and forth. And you can even outstretch your legs. And as you roll backwards onto your shoulders, try and stretch out your legs nice and straight and roll back. Put your feet flat on the ground and roll back onto your shoulders. So once you get used to that, you're able to see where you're comfortable, where your body takes you. And you're going to see your limitations, your boundaries. But the more you do these movements, the more you warm up. The more you warm up, you're able to push past those boundaries ever so slightly until you're able to roll all the way back and stay on your shoulders. Once you do that, there's a wide range of movements that you can do uh, called compass drills, where basically you're rolling from your shoulders sideways, and then you end up on your butt again. You roll sideways. It's uh, very interesting. And all of these movements chain together. It's, you, it allows you to be as creative as you want. And, and a lot of our students, um, surprisingly, not the athletic ones, but they, just the average Joes, they're expressing themselves this way. These are the ones that aren't necessarily artistic in their everyday to day life or, or talented music wise but they choose to express themselves using their body and their movements. That's amazing. It is. It's awesome. <laughs> and a couple of times, Mark, in this conversation, you've, you've said these key words such as submit or, or tap. Yes. To someone who might be kind of concerned with, with safety and whatnot, what do you have to say mm -hmm. about that? Because those words could, could somewhat be intimidating for people who might hear them at first. 
Oh, of course. Uh, so tapping is the action of somebody who is being submitted, uh, whether it be um, a choke or a big or small joint uh, manipulation. And that's when they tap their partner twice or on the mat twice or they verbally say tap. That is them saying, you got me. And that is also a way of letting your ego go where most people, whether they understand it or not, they feel that they know better. But there's a point where your body and your mind, uh, you're not able to problem solve or solve this physical problem here. So you're saying, you know what? I have addressed that this is a boundary that I have. Let me reset. That's what that means. And you're able to express yourself again until you're not able to move anymore or your partner is not able to move or you have control over your body and your partner's body. It's really a yin and yang thing. So it's not looked at as a bad thing. It's looked at as an expression of letting your ego disappear. Um, and it's really tricky to do, especially as you get better. While everyone has their own image and their own view of themselves, even if it's something they haven't done before, they might have an assumption like, oh, I could do this or I, I, I'm capable of that. Or they, it might be the opposite where, yeah, I won't be able to do that. But hey, I'm I'm better at something else. That view here, it just you check it at the door and you go in nice and new with uh, no assumptions and you soak everything up as a sponge. That's the easiest way to learn and uh, really accept your boundaries and work to push past them. Wow, that's fantastic. And I know, Mark, you've done some events in, in parks on, on weekends and whatnot where you're kind yeah. of demonstrating that. Do you mind kind of bringing up to speed our listeners of what you've done in, in the local Bermuda parks? Sure. Well, what we started is something called Warriors in the Garden. And uh, this is something where basically we take our training from inside our gym, which is closed walls, uh, confined, and having it out in the open where everybody can see and anybody can join. And we've even had a couple people that were walking their dogs or just happened to be out with their kids or just, you know, walking around and enjoying the park. Uh, we set it up in Bermuda Botanical Gardens, and it was awesome. Uh, we had drinks, we had music, and we laid our mats down on the grass, and we just started training, and we invited everybody out. Uh, some were martial artists, some just wanted to ask questions and, and watch and enjoy the rest of their day with us. And we got them involved. We were showing them that it's possible, whether they're, uh, not the fact that they're interested or not, but the fact that everyone is capable of expressing themselves with this movement in martial arts, whether it's to defend yourself or you're, you just want to get fit or you just want to participate just for the fun of it, it serves multiple purposes and it can be applied in a lot of areas in your life. And it was awesome. It was getting the community involved and basically just saying, hey, this is us. This is what we do. And we are you. We are very diverse and we are here and we'd love for you guys to join us. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Of, of all the individuals who you, who you train, uh, your friends at the club and whatnot, was there be any kind of way you would describe the people who, who attend the club? Would you say people that the way that the reason that they have, have 
engaged with with uh, with martial arts, would you say that they're people who are who really want to better themselves, become more patient, increase their coordination? Is there a kind of like common character traits that you would say everyone has? Oh, geez. Uh, it's tough to say. I could I could give one or two common things and then I'll touch on a few specifics because it's very important as well. Of course. Please. I would say the main thing, the main thing is to get in shape. Some people uh, that we have, uh, they're used to the routine gym or uh, class, fitness class, and some of them need some variety. Some of them are looking for something different uh, to achieve their goal of fitness. Not, it, it's become mundane for them, um, which is fine. I, I understand that. Um, that you can get that from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu martial arts as well. Uh, specifically Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, because it's not just uh, practicing without resistance, but the resistance with it is really where you get the workout and the solo movements. You're able to allow yourself to go as far as you would like to go, whether it's cardio or uh, aggression or passiveness. It's you are in control, as opposed to somebody forcing the pace on you. And that's for those, for that demographic of our students, that's what they get from that that's what appeals to them and uh there's more for the fighters and the uh athletics and the traditional martial artists that we have that have done other martial arts and other sports they like the effectiveness of jujitsu they like how you don't have to respond with violence they like you don't have to hit somebody to to feel good or to accomplish this goal you can walk away without hurting anybody or getting hurt. Um, that's what appeals to them. And the athletics, they what they get out of it is you can push the pace uh, against someone who isn't necessarily athletic, and it can still be just as good of a flow if you're with an older person or a younger person that's not as athletic. And there are a lot of people that I'll just say with this that we have um, an umbrella statement here is that because of the mix, it shows that your talent will only get you so far. It's the skills that you build after that. Uh, so you are going to be uh, exposed to athletics, to people who are actually very serious and competitive with this. And you're going to realize that you can fit in. There is a place for you. And that's what's beautiful about this. And it's it's something that in one way is a niche market, but in another way, it's beautiful because there's a place for everyone at the table. And it's something you have to see. It's uh, It blew me away. And I'll say something personal as well. Uh, I actually anticipated to have solely athletes at the gym, solely serious fighters. That was my prediction. And I was pleasantly surprised when we got a little bit of everybody coming in and the, our retention rate is, is awesome as well. So I'm very happy about that. And um, it's, it's something that I love, but seeing other people for different reasons find their love for it as well, it, it, I, it's indescribable how happy it makes me. Yes, and it's like you're saying, it doesn't matter how, how big or tall you are, if you're male, you're female, if you're athletic or if you're not, mm -hmm. your environment caters to everyone. 
and everyone's kind of there for their own different reasons and everyone's there to get better together. Mm-hmm. There's even uh, some gymnasts that are very, very flexible. There are a lot of flexible moves. But if you're not flexible, there's a lot more moves for non-flexible people that are just as legitimate. And it all depends on your abilities, your body type, and what you're inclined to learn, what you gravitate to. Once you cover the bases, it's up to you to express yourself and find what works. And the partners, everybody helps everybody out. It's amazing. It sounds like, Mark, you're really testing people. You're testing their their physical bodies, but you're also testing their minds because they have to learn these moves and these tactics, and you can ne- they can never be the master of it. They're always, there's always more to learn, it sounds like. Exactly. Exactly. It's human problem solving, and it's fun. <laughs> yes. So, Mark, I want to ask you one more question for our listeners. Actually, not necessarily a question, but just a, a comment for you to kind of really bring the point home and that being that yes on the outside you know we're, we're talking about martial arts and and whatnot but what we're why we're talking about this is that it is that it's a gateway to life skills and, and creating friendships and really kind of increasing our support network so if you don't mind just kind of making one last comment about the events that you guys have had, how you've gathered people, how you've seen adults grow in their personal lives, how you've seen youth grow in their personal lives, all because they've taken that step to give this a shot. Absolutely. Uh, so basically everything that we do uh, has a goal to lead to another. And as we grow and as we show people what we do, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and we introduce them to it and All it takes is a willingness to try. And then you realize that it can be applied in all sorts of ways for all sorts of reasons with all sorts of people. Um, That's when the beauty of expression really takes hold. And you get to increase your physical wellness, your social wellness, the friendships that you would make. I I highly doubt you you would make as easy anywhere else. Um, The benefits that you would get from your confidence of not only just having the knowledge of something new and effective, but knowing how to apply it and actually applying it. That's when the confidence is built. And doing it together with someone or by yourself in the morning as a routine, it's something that's a beautiful way to express yourself. And every event that we do is inclusiveness for everybody, whether it be in the park, in our gym, whether it be on the beach for conditioning. It's all about your personal journey and it's very inclusiveness for everybody. And that's what I get out of it. And I encourage everybody to try it. Amazing. And it, it, I like how you said the, the one you know, requirement from someone is just their willingness to try. They don't have to that's be an right. expert. They don't have to be extremely skilled. They just need a willingness to try. And I suppose an open mind that goes along with that. That's right. Come as you are. Fantastic. Mark, thank you very much for your time. I think awesome. the your humbleness and 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 passion towards towards martial arts has really come across in this episode and, and hopefully our like I said at the beginning of our episode our goal was to kind of increase the confidence of our listeners to jump outside their comfort zones and and yes strength is important for for physical health but so is coordination flexibility and so is social health on that other end of the health spectrum so Mark thanks again for your time today. 
Awesome. Thank you. And if I may, uh, for your listeners, if you want to uh, keep in touch with us and follow us what we're doing and, and be involved in the, in the conversation, follow us on Brazilian Top Team Bermuda Facebook or BTT Bermuda on Instagram. Awesome, Mark. Bye for now. All right, Zest Wellness listeners. That was our conversation with Mark from the Bermuda Combat Club. And as you can tell, Mark is someone who is very passionate about what he does and most of all, helping others. Feel free to reach Mark and continue the conversation with him. And you might even see him out in local parks where he's doing his demonstrations with the rest of his combat club members. Thank you.